On today's show, we're going to be talking about one of the most important aspects of working on your office, as opposed to the time and the hours that you spend working in the office. Today, we're going to be talking about staff meetings, doctor meetings, and training times. So let's get started. Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Chiropractic. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Freeman. I've been in practice for over 30 years, and I continue to work in a million-dollar practice that I built, ran, and sold. I've taught, lectured, and coached our profession, and helped so many chiropractors build the practice and the life of their dreams. And now, I want to help you do the same. So here's today's show. As we spend our time today talking about office training and staff meetings, let's first talk about the elephant in the room, the big block, why we don't like having these meetings. Because we all know and say things like, it takes time. It ends up costing me money. I've got to buy lunch or i got to pay for the staff hour. Sometimes I hear doctors say, because it just becomes a bitch session for the staff, for the doctors. Nothing good gets done. It just creates bad feelings and nothing good ever happens. But I promise If you follow the things that we're about to talk about over the next 15 minutes, you're going to change your opinion and have much better outcomes. And maybe, just maybe, you and your staff, your team, are going to look forward to these staff meetings. So now let's talk about the other side of the coin. Why we should have the meetings. Because number one, we identify issues in the office. And when we identify the issues, as a team, we can create the solutions so those problems don't continue to occur. We can make the office flow better. In addition to that, we then create the action steps for those solutions. And most importantly, accountability for the action steps. Who's going to do that? How are we going to make sure you're doing that? And the follow-up time on that new procedure. Maybe it's the end of the day. Maybe it's the end of the week. Maybe it's the next time that we have a staff meeting. Somebody has to report back it's working or it's not working at a reasonable time. But the other reason that staff meetings are so important is because it increases the camaraderie of your team. It's a more relaxed time to sit down together, joke around a bit, really get to know the team members What's going on with them? What's going on with their families? How you can help each other and be a resource? Because again, when the team is there for you and you're there for them, the business, the practice, it all functions better. So some offices that I've worked with in the past only have staff meetings when things go wrong. There's been a problem, something blew up, it wasn't working right, and the doctor says, okay, you know what, tomorrow at lunchtime, we're all meeting, we're going we're gonna to spend the entire lunchtime talking and working this through till we get it right. So training, staff meetings become a punishment. When things go wrong, we have to sit and train. We want to completely flip that paradigm to the training happens on a regular basis because that's what we do. We meet every Wednesday at lunchtime because that's what we do. I think Wednesday lunch is the optimum time. It's the middle of the week. Things have come up and there's time to fix it. So it's the perfect balance point. It's the middle of the week and we can really look at and get things done. 
some of the specifics regarding the staff meeting, and you need to look at the regulations in your own state, I think you should either be providing lunch for the staff or paying them for the hour. If you're in a state that has specific requirements regarding paying people for when they're working and staff meetings and things like that, be sure that you're being compliant with your own state laws. So how often should you and the staff meet, sit down and have a staff meeting like this? At the absolute minimum, I believe you should have a formal staff meeting once a month. Now that's for a smaller office, perhaps it's one doctor and one CA. Sit down and go over things in a formal staff meeting, buy your CA lunch once a month. The more typical office, seeing a more typical volume, twice a month will be just fine. So every other week to go over those things. The exceptional chiropractic practices that I've worked with over the years have staff meetings every single week. The staff knows that every Wednesday at lunchtime, Doc is meeting with one of the departments. So the first Wednesday of the month is a front desk meeting. So the front desk CA and anybody else who ever works the front desk, the front desk CA, any other floor CAs who happen to fill in, the office manager, those people are meeting for the front desk meeting and you're reviewing the front desk procedures, scripting, issues that are coming up and how to improve those. The second Wednesday of the month should be a business office meeting. So the office manager, the insurance person, the billing manager, everybody who works in the business office behind the scenes that gets things done regarding the paperwork. So the office gets paid properly, bills going out, statements, etc., postings. They all need to be at that meeting, obviously with the doctor. The third Wednesday of the month is the floor CA meeting. So the doctors meet with the floor CAs and talk about scripting, training, the waltz dance that goes on between doctor and CA as we move patients through the office. Again, the scripting, the things that CAs are saying with and to the patients, the conversations that go back and forth, reviewing therapeutic exercises and other procedures exactly the way the doctor says they need to be done for the best possible outcome and benefits of the patient. And the fourth Wednesday of the month should be the entire office team. Everybody comes together, sits, breaks bread, and talks about the entire office and the entire office flow and what's working and what's not and how to make it better. So now let's go into the mechanics of the meeting, the meat and the potatoes. How do we put this together to prevent it from becoming a bitch session where everybody just leaves aggravated? So here's how we do this. Number one, we've told the staff throughout the week since the previous meeting to be keeping a running list of what's working and what's not. At the very, very least, what's not working and come up with one potential solution of how that problem could be fixed. It doesn't mean that's how we're gonna fix it, but it does mean they've at least thought about what one possible solution that they think might, could possibly work and brought it to the meeting. Now, obviously, if something is more of a crisis issue, they shouldn't wait until the next meeting, bring that to whoever they need to, let's solve it right then and there, or at the very, very least, that same day. And then, again, bring it up at the staff meeting to see if there's an even better way to handle that in the future. As I've said before, 
if we put out the fires and create procedures for those fires, then that fire doesn't rekindle. And after a certain number of fires, there just aren't any more fires to put out. Maybe there's one new one that comes up once in a while, but it's easy and you're not running from crisis to crisis in the office after a surprisingly short period of time. So as for the meeting itself, I like it to be in the office or in a private room in a local uh, inexpensive restaurant where you can talk freely about issues, about patients if necessary, specific cases. Uh, but obviously we have to be concerned about HIPAA and make sure that we're not being overheard by the general public. So in the office works really, really well. I've seen offices where they set up a six-foot table right in the therapeutic exercise area. Everybody sits around and it works out perfectly. So to start the meeting, just like a mastermind, if you've ever sat in on one of those, a great mastermind starts with each person going around and giving a win, whether it's a win in the office, a win in their personal life, anything that's an up and positive, hey, this is working and I'm happy about it. You know, my son just graduated college. My daughter just had her first baby. Mr. Smith came in and paid off his $2,000 balance in cash. Whatever a win is, and you go around the table, everybody's got one, it raises the energy. Now you're ready to start taking on the agenda of the meeting. So then one by one, go around the table with, okay, so CA number one, what's not working? And CA number one says, well, you know, we had a problem with blah, 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 and the, and the electrodes are, are burning out or the, the, the cord is shorting out. No problem. Let's get a new cord. So we'll talk through the solution and go around the table. Is there anything else? And, and work through the solution. Give everybody an opportunity to input on that one problem because often it involves different departments and follow through with whose responsibility it is to get that done. And as you go around the table, each person should have a pen and at least a piece of paper or a note open on their iPhone if you prefer to do it electronically, making note of what they are responsible for along with their notes of what it is they've brought to the meeting. I think the senior doctor and the office manager should be keeping a list of everybody's issues and the agreed upon solution and the follow-up and when it's going to be looked at so it's concluded. And as you're working your way around the table, I don't necessarily think that the senior doctor should go first, nor do I think they should go last necessarily. Somewhere in the middle, because everybody's issues are equally important, because all of these issues create better office flow for a better patient experience, for better outcomes, and for the growth of the practice. As you're discussing the different specific issues, you'll see that the front desk issue overlaps into the business office, overlaps into the back clinical area where the doctor adjusts, overlaps into how the floor CAs work with those patients. So perhaps you want to handle all of the floor CA issues first. Unless your floor CAs are a little bit shy and bashful, then perhaps start with the front desk department or the business office department. But ultimately, everybody gets a turn, everybody has input, everybody gets to talk about what's wrong, ideas of how to fix it, and keep moving forward. I think that the most successful offices wrap up with the alpha person. Sometimes it's the senior doctor. Sometimes it's the office manager. 
doing a quick round robin, summarizing the individual issues that were discussed, the solutions that we have decided to implement, and when we're going to check in on them so everybody's on the same page. And then the office manager or the senior doctor, again, whoever the alpha is, should thank everybody for attending, thank everybody for their participation, and go around the table one by one and thank each person for something special that they brought to the meeting, some input that they gave, and how much you really appreciate their helping out. In today's work environment, everybody likes to be acknowledged for the hard work they're putting in and they appreciate the public acknowledgement. So that's how we address staff meetings. Now let's move to the other type of meetings, doctor meetings. If you've grown your practice to the point that you have an associate doctor or multiple associate doctors, or perhaps it's multiple offices with multiple associate doctors, you absolutely need to be having a doctor meeting every single week. Those doctor meetings work best if they're done on Tuesdays at lunchtime, or if Tuesdays don't work because of your office hour schedules, then Monday at lunchtime works well. Again, if you're talking about multiple offices with multiple doctors, ideally those offices all have the same office hours so the doctors can meet on Zoom. In today's world, Zoom technology works very, very well, and it's easy enough to have a doctor meeting with everybody on board. Similar to the staff meetings, there's a certain agenda and a way to make these meetings work. Number one, everybody starts with a win, again, for all the reasons that we discussed before. Beyond that win, it's the senior doctor's responsibility to bring the rest of the agenda. And what I mean by that is it's the senior doctor's responsibility to be sure you're building that team spirit amongst the doctors. It's the senior doctor's responsibility to be building camaraderie amongst all the doctors. It's an opportunity for the doctors to talk about personal issues because it's a safe space. What's discussed in these doctor meetings doesn't go any further. It doesn't get back to the rest of the staff. This is doctor-to-doctor stuff. As the senior doctor with years of experience, you have a certain chiropractic philosophy, your chiropractic story that you've built this practice with. Do those associate doctors, typically younger, do those associate doctors imbibe the philosophy that you've instilled into the practice And that's what's built you to this point. Can they take that torch and carry it and continue to walk forward with it at a great pace? Each of the doctors can bring great cases that they're having fantastic outcomes with. And certainly as a senior doctor, you have bunches of cases over the years that show what chiropractic can really do. Also, as the leader of the practice, you have an opportunity to be a mentor to these younger doctors. You can teach them success philosophy. How is it you become truly successful? You have an opportunity to discuss with them paying down debt, saving versus spending advice, using calculators of how to get out of debt. And you discuss one of these items at each of the doctor meetings. Some of them may take a few weeks to cover it fully. But these are the things you have the opportunity to discuss with the other doctors in a private, safe place. You should teach each of your doctors how to do proper and successful goal setting. 
because the best chiropractors that I know that work with associate doctors have those associates work on goals and then the senior doctor makes the associate goals their goals also and helps them get them done. And as the senior doctor, it's your job to paint the picture of where the team is going. Where's the pot of gold over the rainbow that we're heading down the road and that's where we're going and growing and heading and we're all working as a team and you make it known that you're not sitting in the back letting them do all the work. You're out front leading the charge, taking care of all the things that need to be taken care of, clearing a path so they can get their jobs done, helping more people to better health in a natural chiropractic way. And as you're thinking about setting up and doing these doctor meetings, as I said, on a weekly basis, if you need help figuring out the agenda items or a calculator of how you're going to teach them to pay down debt or discussions of how to save versus spending advice, feel free to reach out to me and I can help you with those. Having done this with so many doctors over so many years, the best way to do that is via the website for the love of chiropractic.com and contact me. So while staff meetings is not the reason that any of us became doctors and healthcare providers, I think what you've realized over the past 15 or so minutes that we've gone through this, it is one of the most important things for the smooth running and operation of our business because it is a business providing a customer experience and outstanding healthcare to the people in our community. And that's what they deserve and that's what they expect. So the final thing that we're going to talk about today is how to start each day with the team as a unit, getting everybody on the same page so we can take care of our patients in a phenomenal way. And I call that supercharging the team. If you want to supercharge your team, the best way to do that is to start each shift morning, afternoon, even Saturdays, with what's called the pre-shift huddle. The pre-shift huddle has several key components to it. This is not a traditional staff meeting. This is every day as the staff meets at the beginning of each shift to stand together in a circle and start to have a conversation. First of all, how was everybody's night yesterday? How did you sleep? How's the family? How was traffic coming in today? And then really start to bring it all together. Okay, so what are we looking at today? And the person running this meeting is the front desk CA or the office manager who starts with a stats sheet and says, okay, so yesterday we had 40 people scheduled and we saw 38 of them. So that was a 95% kept appointment visit average. And so far for the week, we've seen X number of new patients and X number of regular patient visits. For today, we have another 40 people, 20 this morning and 20 this afternoon, and two new patients, one at 10 a.m. and one at 11.30 a.m. And this afternoon, there is a report of findings for John Smith from yesterday and x-rays were taken, so doc, you'll need to have those ready for the patient to see. And then one team member is assigned each day to bring what's called an inspirational minute, something that relates to positive health, positive thinking, something to have us all in the right mindset of we're here to help and serve people and humanity. And then each pre-shift huddle ends with a team affirmation. Everybody says it together, out loud, 
with passion because we care about this. The team affirmation that I like the most goes like this. We are the members of this chiropractic team. Our individual and collective mission is to provide the finest holistic chiropractic healthcare to each member of our practice family and to as many people in our community as possible. Today, I bring my unique talents to the team. I work in harmony with my teammates to help each person reach their maximum health potential in my own special way. Together, we make a difference in the individual lives of the people in our community and therefore improve the health of the entire world. I am proud to be a part of this team and I am anxious and excited to accomplish our mission today. So that's the morning pre-shift huddle. At the end of each shift, or at the very, very least at the end of the day, once you've taken care of all the patients, once everything has been shut down, the computers are shut down, the lights are almost all turned off, the trash has been taken out, all of that is done, you're getting ready to walk out the door, take a minute or two and have the post-shift huddle. Thank everybody for what they did today. If something came up and there was an emergency or a problem, hey, you know what, Nicole, you really took great care of that situation. I really appreciate that. If one of the other doctors handled a situation incredibly well, or the office manager, the front desk person, whoever it is, thank them publicly because they'll really appreciate it. And the team should be congratulated on a job well done. If something went crazy and went haywire, you can say, man, what happened at 530? Did a bus stop in front of the office? All those people got here at the same time. And the front desk can explain, oh yeah, you know what, there was a misunderstanding with the Smith family, so the four of them came at the same time, and they weren't supposed to, they weren't even scheduled until tomorrow, but I wasn't going to turn them away, so I knew that you could, you could work them in and get it taken care of so we could help them properly. Exactly. You know what, you're right, thank you for doing that, and give your front desk permission to do things like that if your mission really is to help as many people as possible. All right, and that's our show for today. If you have a question about today's show or your own practice, feel free to reach out at theloveofchiropractic.com. Before making changes to your practice, be sure to seek legal advice regarding those changes and regulations in your state. For the Love of Chiropractic is an RGF production, all rights reserved. And thanks for listening. Original music provided by Hunter Rich Music.